This is a podcast developed by the medical students of UCD. It is intended to be used as a resource for medical students in their obstetrics and gynaecology rotation, simulating doctor-patient interactions. Please note that this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult your doctor if you have any concerns about your health or pregnancy. My name is Katrina and in this episode we will be reviewing antenatal history taking for a patient with type 1 diabetes. You are a medical student and you have been asked to take the history of a pregnant lady who has come into the hospital with type 1 diabetes. Hello, nice to meet you. My name is Katrina and I am one of the medical students on placement here at the moment. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Lovely to meet you. Would it be okay if I ask you a few questions about your medical history and why you came in today? Yes, that would be fine. Great. Can I just start by asking your full name? My name is Anna Murphy and you can just call me Anna. Thanks, Anna. And what's your date of birth? It's the 2nd of the 1st, 1987, so I'm 34. Okay, and where are you living? In a house in Dundrum. What do you normally work as? I'm a dental nurse. Great. And how many weeks pregnant are you now, Anna? I was just 37 weeks yesterday. Okay, and is this your first pregnancy? This is my third time being pregnant. I have a two-year-old daughter called Emma. Okay, great. And would you mind just telling me briefly what brings you into hospital today? Of course. I went to my normal antenatal appointment yesterday and the doctor there told me that the baby was large for dates. She arranged for me to come in here this morning to be induced as far as I know. Okay, that's been a dramatic time for you so. If it's okay, we will come back to that shortly. I am just going to ask you a few questions about your medical history first. Okay, perfect. Do you have any medical conditions, anything that you see your GP regularly for? I've had type 1 diabetes since I was a child, so I attend my diabetic clinic quite regularly. Okay, and how has your glucose control been during the pregnancy so far? It was very good actually, up until recently. My HbA1c was really good when I became pregnant and during the pregnancy my fasting has been at around 4.5. After meals it's normally around 6.2. The team at the diabetic antenatal clinic were really happy with my control. But in the last few weeks I've been struggling to get it under control so they are working more closely with me on that. Oh okay and could you tell me a bit more about what's changed recently? I found in the last few weeks I've been needing to use more and more insulin. My blood glucose measurements are going up and I'm a little bit worried. Yesterday morning my fasting glucose was 6 and after dinner it was 8.1. Okay, yes, I understand that must be worrying for you. Many women with diabetes find that their insulin requirements increase later in the pregnancy. Have you had any incidents where your glucose has gone too low during the pregnancy? No, I haven't had any hypos. Do you have any other problems with diabetes? For example, do you have any kidney problems or any eye problems? No, thankfully. My kidneys are working fine. I don't have any protein in my urine 
and my eye examinations in the pregnancy are staying the same. My last eye examination, I think that they called it a retinal exam, shows just normal background changes due to diabetes, but nothing more. Great. Have you ever had any surgeries? Yes, I had my appendix removed as a teenager. I was completely fine after it. Okay, and did you have any problems with the general anaesthetic? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay, what medications are you taking? I'm on a basal bolus insulin regimen, so I take short-acting insulin after meals and long-acting at night. I was asked if I would like to start on an insulin pump, but I'm not quite ready for that yet. Are you allergic to anything? No, not that I know of. Okay, are there any medical conditions that run in your family? My mom has had high blood pressure since she was about 41. I'm the only one with diabetes. Okay, who lives at home with you, Anna? I live with my partner, Tom, and my daughter, Emma, in a house in Dundrum. Tom actually lost his job recently because of the COVID-19 pandemic, so money is a bit tight at the moment for us. We're hoping he'll be able to find another job soon. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that he lost his job. Will you have much support when the baby arrives? Yeah, Tom is great. He's really supportive. And my sister and a few friends live close by as well, and they're all really helpful. The team here already linked me in with the social worker in the hospital, and they've been really useful talking to us about what benefits we can get until Tom has a new job. Every little helps. Okay, that's brilliant. You have so much support. Do you mind me asking, do you smoke at all? No, I have never smoked. Okay, and do you drink alcohol? No, not since I became pregnant. Outside of pregnancy, I have a few glasses of wine on the weekends. When did you have your first period? Can you remember what age you were? I think I was 12. Can you describe your menstrual cycles to me? Are they regular? They're usually 28 days long and I bleed for about five days. Do you ever have any problems with heavy bleeding or pain? No. That's great. Did you use any form of contraception in the past? Yeah, I used to be on the pill. I think it was the progesterone only one that suited me best as I could remember when to take it easily. I stopped taking it about five months before I got pregnant. Have you ever had a cervical smear? Yes, my last one was about a year ago and thankfully it was normal, just like all of my other ones. I'm going to move on now and ask you a few questions about your previous pregnancies, please. When did you give birth to Emma? She was born in 2018. Can you tell me about the birth? I had a vaginal delivery after being induced at 38 weeks. I didn't have any pain relief. I wanted to see how I could get on and I coped okay with the contractions. Emma weighed 4.1 kilos and she had hypoglycemia after she was born but they were able to manage it on the ward so she didn't need to go to the baby unit. I breastfed her and had some milk express to give her top-ups if she went low, but it didn't happen again. Why were you induced? I think I was induced just to try and avoid any complications because the team said I was more high risk due to my diabetes. The ultrasound also suggested she was going to be a big baby. I'm really glad that I was induced when I saw what her weight was. 
You mentioned that you were pregnant one other time. Is it okay if I ask you more about this? Yes. I had a miscarriage in 2019. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Anna. Do you know how many weeks pregnant you were when it happened? The doctor told me I was about six weeks. She prescribed me some medication and I was okay after a week or so. Obviously, I was sad after it, but having Emma helped, though I wished that pregnancy would have worked out. Okay, and you didn't have to have a surgery? No, thankfully. Okay, I'm going to ask you a bit about this pregnancy now. Was this a planned pregnancy? Yes, I attended preconception counselling and my endocrinologist helped me to make sure that my glucose control was as good as possible. She also told me to take 5 milligrams folic acid every day for about 6 months before I conceived. Do you know when your last period was? Yes, it was the 15th of May last year. I've been told my due date is the 22nd of February this year. How did you find out you were pregnant? I missed a period so I took a home pregnancy test and then went to my GP who confirmed it. Then I rang the diabetes midwives and they had me booked into the next clinic as it's so important to get seen as quickly as possible when you have diabetes. I was nervous after the miscarriage and I wanted to do everything I could possibly do to reduce the risk of it happening again. Did you have any nausea or vomiting in the first trimester? Yes, but it wasn't too bad and I didn't have any hypoglycemic episodes. They talked about giving me some medications to help the nausea, but I didn't need it in the end. Did you come to the hospital for a booking visit? Yes, I was here at five weeks. All of my bloods were normal and they told me I'm rhesus positive. They said I'm immune to German measles. I think that's also called rubella. They also told me that my estimated due date was accurate after I had a scan at eight weeks or so. Okay, did you also attend at 20 weeks for your anatomy scan? I did. I had just started to feel the baby move about a week before that, and it's been very active since. Everything was fine with the scan and they also did a fetal echo, a scan of the baby's heart, which was great. Aside from these appointments, have you had any other regular visits to the hospital? I attend a diabetic antenatal clinic where I have regular appointments with my endocrinologist and my obstetrician. I also ring the diabetes midwives every week with my sugars and see the dietitians regularly. That's all great. I'm going to move on now and ask you why you're here today. I was at my 37 week antenatal appointment yesterday when the doctor said the baby looked big for gestational age. I was due a growth scan anyway because of the diabetes and that confirmed it. Okay, has anything else changed recently? Yes, I've been finding it harder than usual to control my bloods and I've had to up my insulin intake. My blood glucose has been up over 6 in the mornings and over 8 after meals. I told the doctor this and we decided the best thing to do was to book me in for an induction of labour this morning. It started already, the waters have broken and I'm beginning to get a couple of pains. I'm sure that was a lot to take in. How are you feeling about it? I'm okay. I had a CTG this morning which was very reassuring and I can feel that the baby is moving a lot, as usual. Okay, thanks so much for talking to me. 
and the very best of luck with the delivery. No problem. Thanks very much. This podcast was written by Katrina Clear and Quiva Hartnett and was voiced by Katrina Clear, Quiva Hartnett and Jeff Kerwin. Links to the written notes and sources used in the podcast are included in the description. We would like to thank Professor Mary Higgins for her help and expertise in creating this podcast. Thank you for listening. We hope that you found it useful and you will join us again soon.